0: All right. Thanks for tuning in. You are about to listen to Jill Ramez. She was just in our March cast here in Los Angeles. My name is Lindsay Cavett. I'm the producer and director of the show. And I'm so happy that Expressing Motherhood is now in its 11th year. I created it um, in 2008. And my oldest was a year and a half. So he's now 12 and three quarters. Jill is an actress and a writer, and she has appeared in TV shows, films, and stage throughout Southern California. Her acting credits include This Is Us, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Good Place, Criminal Minds, and How to Get Away with Murder. She also teaches acting and voiceover. Jill has written some plays and participated in several storytelling shows. She has produced the Word Now storytelling show in South Pasadena. I've been to it. And it's really well curated. Jill does an excellent job of putting on a great show. And you can find out more about that at wordnowstories.com. Here is Jill in Expressing Motherhood.
1: I'm in the ER with my mom. She doesn't understand why she's there. And she is throwing a massive tantrum. I desperately try to calm her down. Mom! Mom! Remember when you used to be my mom? I mean, when I was little and you made me go to the doctor? I actually say this to my mother in my lame attempt to soothe her as we wait in the ER. She had fallen and broken her clavicle. This wasn't her first fall, and it won't be her last. So let me tell you a little bit about my mother before the falls, when she used to be my mom. Uh, To most people, she was a little eccentric, but kind of cool and super friendly, an athlete who swam every day, played tennis, skied and hiked, a pole worker, a member of the local community theater, a substitute teacher who loved to play the piano for the kids and get them to sing. But to me, my mom is crazy. (laughs) But I know her differently than other people do. She's a disorganized slob. She drank, a lot. She was a yeller, a tantrum thrower. She wanted to be more than just a mother, and she resented having kids, and she always let us know it. But, despite her craziness, she would call me every day, which is also kind of crazy. If I sneezed or coughed, she'd make me a pot of chicken soup. And she was very generous. If she found some item that she liked, she'd buy the same thing for me and my sisters. I have a closet full of old lady (laughs) tracksuits. But she's definitely kind of nuts. And here's a word of advice. If you are a little nuts, don't get dementia. It's just too hard to tell it's happening. (laughs) By the time my sisters and I realize my mom has dementia... She's pretty far gone. I watch her decline thinking, you know, she's just maybe getting a little crazier with age. For example, she'd get her mail and then rather than going through it and paying her bills, she would just drop it on the cluttered floor, never to think of it again. Uh, Several families of mice moved in and settled down, but she didn't seem to mind or notice. I tried to help her, but she wouldn't let me. If I picked up one bill from that messy floor, she would have a screaming fit. Her response to the mice, meh. So I helplessly watched her deterioration, unable to do anything. I felt like I was watching a house burn down and I was standing there holding a fire hose, but I couldn't turn it on. I called my cousin Paula, a social worker nurse. Uh, Paula? Mom is falling apart. What do we do? You can't do anything. No, 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 but she's not eating. She's not paying her bills. People are trying to rip her off. She brings homeless people home. She's living in a mouse commune. The neighbors are starting to complain. Then Paula says, You'll just have to wait for some medical catastrophe that lands her in the hospital. Then you get the MD to refuse to release her to live alone. And then you can move her to a place where she will be taken care of. Great. So I get to wait for some unknown tragedy. Awesome. And then it happens. My sister, the one who never calls, calls me. I'm worried about mom. I called her this morning. She's acting strange. Wait, you called mom? Now, would you just call her and check on her? So I call my mom. She answers, hello, and slurs, everything's fine. I just need a little nap. And then she hangs up on me. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, and my mom never naps or hangs up on me. It's usually the other way around. So I call my non-detached, very involved sister, and we spring into action. We get the ambulance there, and she is rushed to the hospital, and I head to the ER. I find her looking tiny and emaciated on a gurney. She's bloodied, battered, and bruised. Apparently, she had fallen down her stairs and somehow made it to the kitchen where she passed out. I grab her hand. Mom, it's me. I'm here. And she looks at me with a faraway gaze. Are we related? Well, it turns out she hadn't been taking her medicine, right? And so her sodium levels were so low, she was on the brink of death. She spent 10 days in the hospital while we scrambled to get her a place to live. Then, without my mom's input or consent, we move her into an assisted living place. I don't want this responsibility. I want my mom, as crazy as she is, to be my mom, but she can't, and we have to take over. So my sister and I, we straighten out her finances, and we get her to regular doctor appointments, but still, I feel so guilty. She never wanted this. She didn't want to lose her independence. She wanted to stay in her own place, but with each fall, she declines more rapidly. She can no longer bathe herself, or brush her own teeth, or figure out how to turn on the TV. And she stopped asking to go home. She naps all the time now. She still knows me, but she doesn't always remember my name right away. When she used to be my mom, she would have worked the polls for those midterm elections. When she used to be my mom, she was smart enough to get long-term care insurance. (laughs) Yay, Mom. When she used to be my mom, she loved to talk on the phone and get all the updates. I so desperately want to call her and say, Hey, Mom, guess what? Your grandson got into that special summer program. How about that? But she doesn't have a phone anymore because she doesn't really remember how to use it. I still feel guilty because I just swooped in, unasked, and took over her life. But I'm trying to forgive myself. The strangest thing is that my mom seems happy now. (laughs) Happiest I've ever seen her. She will sit on the patio on a warm, breezy day and marvel at how wonderful it is to be alive. (laughs) And now she tells me how much she loves me. Something she didn't really do when she used to be my mom.